Thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors. Derm Dude, hit them up for all your body, beard, and tattoo needs. Two Pilots Distillery, Knife A Month underscore shop on Instagram. Nobles Networking, Gridiron Coffee, and Red Circle. Thank you for being our management company and distributing this show and putting a little change in my pocket and all the corporate sponsors that y'all bring along with the show that run before, middle, and after. Uh, y'all hold the fuck on because uh, I am by myself. It's 11 p.m. on Sunday night. I don't know how long this is going to run. Uh, I'll be real with y'all. We had a cancellation, and I keep looking at social media, and I keep getting pissed off and pissed off about the way that the godfather of this shit, Joe Rogan's being treated and I'm getting pissed off about a whole lot more stuff. So, since, uh, well, I'm me, you know, I feel like you have to express your feelings on things. I think that's how you keep stuff from getting bottled up and you fucking exploding. So, what I've done tonight is uh, I messaged several, uh, not several, several sounds like a fucking lot. I messaged a few people that are in the same industry as me. And I asked them if they would uh, be interested and talking about the things that uh, is getting Joe Rogan in trouble uh, with Spotify and with uh, this cancel culture. And um, I'm not going to call out any names. If you're listening to this right now, I'm not going to you know, throw you under the bus. But uh, they didn't want to do it because they were scared of the backlash it was going to have on their show. Um, Y'all have heard me make a lot of jokes about Joe Rogan on here about the things that uh, I would do to be on his show and the influence that he has had over me. But the truth is, is uh, he's a he's a mentor to me without him fucking knowing it. He's uh, he's been a huge influence on me. And even when I was working in radio, uh, there were some things that he said that had a huge impact on me. That made me realize that you have to go your own way, that you have to be your own person. And if you're going to be successful in this life, that you really have to find your own. And you can't be scared of what's going to happen because if you're going to be successful in something, you have to be successful your own way. And if you're not true to yourself, then you're doing shit other people's way and you're just going to fall short. Um, the second that they say that, you know, this isn't any good anymore and you're doing it their way, you're fucked. The good thing about doing stuff your way, that if you know that you're doing good and you know that you are making a difference and you're popular or whatever the fuck you want to say, that you have a listening, you have a following or whatever, and you're doing it your way. Well, you're just going to go from one platform to the next and you're going to have people that keep up with you, that still want to listen to you, that still give a shit about what you say. Because um, you say true to you. You wasn't you know, somebody else's puppet. And I got that from some of Joe Rogan's stuff. And to see him getting attacked, it just it pisses me off. And uh, like I said, it kind of it irritated me that when I reached out to folks earlier, I was like, hey, I want to do a show defending the dude. And not just defending him, but just talking about this cancel culture. They were like, I don't want a fucking part of it. I don't it because they're going to come after me. If somebody, the wrong person hears this, we're going to be in trouble. 
And uh, you know what I say to that? Fuck those people. You know, the last thing, uh, last time I heard, those people's opinions matter just as much as mine, just as much as yours. And as long as I still value their opinion, they should value mine. I don't think that I'm any better or any worse than anybody that is listening to this show. The problem that I have with people is when you think that your opinion is worth more than mine. And I feel that's what we're seeing more and more now. Joe Rogan is about the fucking middle of the road as you can get. He is a, he is what I like to consider myself. And it's you know a good bit of him is why I think this way now. I've said it on several shows. I think democracy wasn't meant to be left or right. I think democracy was meant to be middle of the road. And it was supposed to be where we came together to find a solution that works for everybody. I think that's what democracy is. I think that's what our country is supposed to be. I honestly think that's what everything's supposed to be. We're not all supposed to think the same. We're not all supposed to act the same. And, uh, you know, him having people on that believe in one thing, then the next show they have people on that believe the complete opposite of the previous show. That is showing that, hey, it is our job as hosts to have on people that just give out their beliefs, and then it's up to the listener, you guys that are paying attention to my fat ass right now, to determine what you actually believe in. I don't tell you what the fuck to believe in. If you're listening to me, Joe Rogan, local radio, local television, local news, whatever the fuck you're listening to, and you're letting them make up your mind for you, then you are fucking a sheep. You're crazy. Do the fucking... Take your time and figure out what is your truth. Um, I'm going to say um a lot because I'm doing this by myself, and this is fucking weird. I don't think I've done a lot of these by myself. I don't like doing them by myself. But I like controversy. I like taboo shit. I like touching shit that nobody else will. I'm not fucking scared to. And I think a lot of y'all like that. I like that there's fucking some real-ass people out there. And I think that's what they need I think that's what we need more of. Sorry, Lee Tucker just texted me in the middle of that thought and fucked it all up. Good job, Tucker. Uh, I need to mute that right now. That was somebody I wanted to have on the show tonight, but he's at a songwriter's retreat, and uh, he probably would have been on the show. He probably would have fucking loved this, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, we've got to start. We've got to start standing up and and really standing behind those. Joe Rogan might be a joke to a lot of people. But he's really just giving out his opinion, his thoughts on stuff. Like my uncle, who he's dead and gone now. His name was David. He used to tell me and my cousin that he worked for the CIA. Whether he fucking ever did, I don't know. But he was a weird, weird motherfucker. Like, this guy was weird. He had me and my cousin at one point in time build what he called a safe house. And I like, a, if I, if, I, if y'all ever saw the pictures of this place, you wouldn't fucking believe it. Cause we was like in high school. But uh, it was a weird motherfucking place. Like, it, it was plexiboard or whatever it is. Uh, it, was, it was trash. It looked like a homeless shelter. 
It was worse than a homeless shelter. Not even a homeless shelter. It looked like homeless people built it with the tools that they had and the equipment that they had and the supplies they had to build it. It was the trashiest fucking place you'd ever seen in your life. It was fucking horrible. It even had like this little outlook post on top. And this dude was worth a shit ton of money. And he bought all these supplies and me and my cousin had lied to him, mainly me, and was like, hey, yeah, we'll build you something. I don't know why the fuck you want this. We think he lost his mind there towards the end of his life. Or I think he did anyway. I shouldn't speak for my cousin. But uh, I was like, uh, lost his fucking mind. We built him this thing that he even said it was like a little sniper tower off the top. But uh, he told us that he was in the CIA, and he said that one day there's going to be this thing called the Thought Police. And people are going to start getting in trouble for just the things that they think and the things they believe, even if they do not take action on it, even if they do not fucking do anything about it. You don't have to protest anymore. You don't have to do whatever. You make one social media post and all of a sudden the whole fucking world hates you. Joe Rogan's worth, goddamn, a hundred million plus because of his show now. And there are people that are attacking this man because of his thoughts, because of his opinions. He's not fucking sitting there saying, I'm a scientist, I'm stating facts. He's like, I'm getting high, I'm microdosing, I'm getting drunk. You guys are taking this as gospel? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's entertainment. Since when can't we just fucking entertain? Since when can't people just have fun and listen to us and bullshit with us and play with us? You know, they wanted to get on his ass about the COVID shit to start off with. He had people on his show that believed in the mandates. He had people on the show who didn't believe in his mandates. He literally did what I would do. He had people from both sides that gave their opinions, and then it was up to you, up to you to determine what you fucking believe in. But that's not good enough for the fucking left. That's not good enough. If you're not going along with exactly what they say, even though sometimes you might speak from their point of view, it's not fucking good enough. You got to do it all the goddamn time. That's so fucking wrong. That is supremacy. That is so fucked up. You have no idea. And he would have people on from the other side. And he wanted you to decide what made sense to you. That is what I try to do. That is what I think makes him such a great host. It's what I try to steal from him. I'm a fucking copycat when it comes to that. Uh, I try to be the Southern one. I try to be the Southern version of him. We got a couple different beliefs. Believe in the good Lord. I don't think he's the most religious guy. Uh, you know, there's some things he does that I don't do. He's also incredibly funny and rich. I don't have fucking nothing to do with that. Um, wish I did. I'm not that funny all the time. I get very passionate about shit like I'm getting right now. And it's, I just get mad when you have a whole group of people that sit there and say they want equality. They want everybody to, to be equal and they want everybody to be able to express their opinion and be happy until it goes against their narrative. And then they're just like, oh no, fuck you. Fuck you. We don't care anymore. We don't give a fuck anymore what you say, what you do. You're going against us. 
Well, you don't want everybody to have your own opinion anymore. Um, the other thing that they're trying to butcher him for right now is uh, if y'all haven't seen it, only reason why I'm going to even talk about it is because Joe Rogan's talked about it. The fucking, the pod father has talked about it. There's a compilation video where somebody has took every time that Rogan has dropped the end bomb. It's on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. It's even funnier because it's bleeped. It's so, it's took so far out of context that it's stupid. And how are you supposed to quote somebody? Even there's, there's a hate, like everybody knows that word fucking sucks. Everybody fucking knows that word sucks if you use it in a derogatory way. But I'll guarantee you there's not a single person listening right now that hadn't been singing along to a song and said that shit. Joe Rogan doesn't even say it in his show that way. He's usually quoting shit. He's reading a fucking quote. I don't understand how we're supposed to be in 2022 now. And it seems like we're a less free country than we were 60 years ago. I'm 34 years old. And as all y'all know, I got fired on my birthday a couple years ago. And it's just like, I was told at one point in time, I would have been celebrated for me being wild, me having the things to say that I wanted to say if I was back in the 90s. Doesn't that seem ass backwards? That me having an opinion that's different than a lot of people, that I would have been more celebrated back then? I'm not sexist, not racist, not homophobic. I'm fucking, I live, you know, go by the own beat of my drum. I live by the beat of my own drum. If you can't tell, I'm also been drinking tonight. Uh, that's why I'm doing this show by myself. I said, fuck it. Let's just roll with it and do it yourself. Uh, you know, why can't we? Why can't we? You know, there's people that when I go to Nashville, they're scared to do the show because they're scared that some publicist or somebody might hear a comment that's took out of context and they might get in trouble. Why can't you say your beliefs? Like, why can't you talk about the things that you believe in as long as you aren't being rude? You're not being ugly. You mean no malice. You're not being a hateful motherfucker. That shit's getting old to me. Shit's getting old to me. What's really getting old is the fact that the side that's saying that they want equality and they want everybody to be treating equal, treated equal is the same side that if you go against them or you don't believe what they believe in, it's the same side to get you canceled. They want to shut your voice up. I might catch fucking shit for this episode. I might. But I also know that I was inspired by Mr. Rogan. Some of y'all are going to say, this was Josh's attempt to get on the Joe Rogan experience. He'll never fucking hear this. But if he ever did, I would like for him to know that he inspired me when I was in radio to fucking be myself. To fucking walk my own fucking path. 
you know, to, to realize that you got one fucking life, folks. If you're listening to this right now and you're miserable in your day-to-day life and you know that you got to get up every day and you've got to fucking do the same thing time and time and time again and you're just tired of it, but you have to keep doing it, why not do something different? He's what made me feel that way. I was recently around some people in Nashville and had this conversation with a a young lady. And we had a heart-to-heart to where I had to explain to her, I would rather be poor at this stage of my life and chase my dreams than I would be rich and just leave, live a mediocre life. I don't think any of us are meant to work a nine-to-five, go to school for 12 years plus college, get married, have kids, work a nine-to-five, then die one day. I don't. You're supposed to enjoy this shit. You're supposed to be happy. We all have to make money. We all have to fucking take care of ourselves. We all have to take care of our families. We have to do all these things. But at one, at what point in time do we stop fucking living? And we just start making a living, you know? What's sad, what's sad, and I didn't know any of these individuals. In our community here in central Georgia, there's been three people this week that was under the age of, I think they were all under the age of 30. One might not have been that lost their life just this week. And, you know, I can't speak for them because I didn't know them. But what I would imagine is they would have told you that they wish they would have had more fun, that they wish they would have created more memories and that they would have lived more. There's a fucking movie in a book that I've probably talked about on this show so many fucking times because it's my favorite. It's called Lonesome Dove. If you don't, if you want to figure out Josh Terry, you want to figure my fat ass out, go watch Lonesome Dove. Gus McRae is my favorite character of all time. And there's so many amazing quotes from that movie. And just, it's just the most beautiful love story, Western, best friend shit ever. Right, it's just the best thing of all time. But there's a quote in that movie, and it goes, It's not dying, I'm talking about it's living. The older I get, the more I realize what that actually fucking means. We spend too many days of our life just getting by till we die. Just getting by till we die. Instead of just going fucking balls to the wall and enjoying life. That ain't a fucking dress rehearsal. You don't get a you don't get a second chance at this. There might be some of you Buddhist motherfuckers out there that believe in reincarnation. I, I don't really believe in reincarnation. I'm a Christian. You die, you go to heaven. Hell yeah. Can't wait to get there. Get to see a lot of really, really good people again that I love and miss. But until then. I got to I got to do I got to have fun. I got to make the people around me have fun. I got to make the people around me know that I love them. I got to make their life 
as memorable and as happy as mine. And that's where I'm fucked up at right now. Is if we don't take a fucking stand and we don't figure this shit out, then we're going to lose we're going to lose our good times. We're going to lose our right to say what the fuck we want to. We're going to lose everything that allows us to be individuals. And when that happens, I hate to tell y'all, we are all fucked. We are all so screwed. I I hate it for us. I really do. You know, I've I've sent I spent a lot of time lately with uh some really good friends up in Nashville, some songwriters and stuff, and some some people that I absolutely love and cherish. And they're the ones that have beat this in my head more than anybody. Now I've got to I've got to see dreamers at work. I've got to see people that have said, you know, fuck everything else. I am the world's worst. I tell y'all all the time that I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Oh, I care. I have to catch myself in the middle of it, though. There's times that I'm making a video, I'm recording this show right now, and in my mind, I'm like, one of my buddies is going to hear this, and they're going to pick on me. They're going to laugh. They're going to fuck with me about it. And I have to remember, fuck them in the nicest way possible. Because I shouldn't care. I should not care. I should care about what makes me happy. I should care about what gives me that drive. And that is where being around these folks, these songwriters, these musicians and shit that I'm friends with, they have even drove that deeper into me. You know, I I got some friends that are trying to teach me songwriting. They like some of my ideas. They think that, you know, I'm not a fucking moron. I really like some of the shit I say. And uh, some good shit's coming out of that, by the way. And um, they're really motivating me to remember, you know, who cares what anybody really thinks about you? Who The people that are sitting there judging you on a daily basis are ones that are so wrapped up in your life, they're probably forgetting to live theirs. You know, I... A hater or someone who is just so motivated by your downfall is really somebody that is just miserable. They don't even care if they succeed in life. They just don't want you to. And I think that's where the people that is giving Joe Rogan and people that are giving creators on social media such a hard time right now i really think that that's where a lot of that bullshit comes from is they hate their life so fucking bad so bad that they are willing to just attack yours until they bring you down to the same level they're at I can't remember who came in the studio and said this quote. I want to say it was Brianna. I want to say it was Brianna. I can't remember, but I think it was her. But it stuck with me ever since whoever said it said it. And it was, 
Thieves don't break into empty houses. Y'all think about that. Think about every time someone has tried to break you down or take something from you. They knew you had something. They knew you had something special. They knew that you had something different about you and they wanted to take it from you. And they wanted to take it from you because they didn't have it. That is what happens with all these jealous-ass people. Hold on, I got to get a sip of whiskey real fast. <sighs> Thank you to Eagle Rare tonight. <laughs> if this ends up being a complete shit show, just know to the person who canceled on me tonight, this is all your fucking fault because we could have been talking about something completely different. Um, It'll be okay, though. But that's where I'm getting so motivated now more than ever. And I'm trying my best to motivate others. Uh, like I said earlier, I had a heart to heart with this young lady in Nashville. By the way, if you're listening, woo. <laughs> Fucking smoke show. Uh, I had a very good time with you. I wish it could have been better. That's the joke, by the way, if you're listening. Uh, it was just good enough. You have to live for yourself. There are too many people that are in your corner that you do not realize that are in your corner. Stop stop worrying about the people who aren't in your corner. You know, one of my buddies, he's going to have a song coming out this month. His name's Justin fucking Dukes. He had a very bad year last year. He was engaged. He went through a, a heartbreak. That's his story to tell. But he took that heartbreak and he turned into a song. I've played it on the show a couple times now. If you go back and listen to uh, Jesus and Bocephus, that was recorded in Nashville. Um, it's like four or five episodes back. And then there was an episode called The Music of Nashville. It's also on that. He took a very bad situation and he turned into an amazing fucking song. And, you know... You've got to fucking do that. You've, you've got to do that. You've got to, you've got to be able to, when bad shit gets put in front of you, turn it into something good. And you can't sulk. You can't whine. You can't be a fucking crybaby about it. And you got to turn it into something. Tonight I could have. Tonight I could have. Tonight I could have been like, you know what? I know I'm supposed to have a fucking Monday morning episode. And, uh, you know, I'm supposed to make people laugh. Everybody's on the way to work. They want something cool to do. What am I supposed to fucking do? Let's just not put one out. Fuck that shit. I decided to you know, get drunk and just talk shit for a little bit. And not hit pause. Unless I got a piss. If you hear me hit pause, it's because I had to piss. Otherwise, we're fucking rolling. I'm just so tired of people hating on one another and people not accepting that others are different than them. Why can't we just fucking embrace the different? You know, there's been a lot of motherfuckers that have came along. Hitler. <laughs> that if you were different than them, they wanted to fucking take you out. The Ku Klux Klan. If you were different than them, they wanted to take you out. You know, what's the difference in them 
and cancel culture. They don't want to fit. Cancel culture doesn't physically want to kill you. No. But what do they want? They want to end your career. They want to take your livelihood away. Which one's different? I don't know. Someone explain it to me. You know, in the next couple of days, uh, well, I shouldn't say the next couple of days, in like the next month, one of the shows I want to do that we're talking to a couple of different women about right now is, uh, you know, an incident just happened with someone who's a, a local, uh, local figurehead here. And um, I've heard the story, and I've heard the story from reliable sources about what actually happened. And women, I love all y'all. My listening audience is primarily women. I think it's like 75% women. And actually, we've gained a couple guys. It's been fucking weird. I thought men hated me. But, you know, I want to have a conversation with how women have took sex and they've weaponized it. I just got done watching... Uh, the Bill Cosby thing. If y'all hadn't watched this yet, fucking go watch it. It's called, We Need to Talk About Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was a fucking piece of shit. A fucking piece of shit. But, there's a couple incidents. Not all of them. Not all of them, no. There's a couple of them cases to where them women knew what they were getting themselves into. They did drugs with Bill. They got drunk with Bill. They got fucked by Bill. How many of y'all listening right now has ever got shit-faced hammered, knew there's a chance he was going to get banged, and got banged? You don't go to somewhere at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning, start drinking, doing drugs, and just think, oh, okay, I'm just coming over here, you know, be a choir girl. Or a choir boy. Men, it's happened to you too. Don't act like it ain't. We, men, we've all been to that place before to where, hey, we want to go hang out with a girl. She ended up getting us drunk. Something happened. Part A fell into part B, and we repeated until C came everywhere. Shit just happens that way. And I kind of kind of say that in a very crude way because I want women to understand that now a man can't even flirt with you. A man can't even tap you on the shoulder. Uh, a man can't even buy you a drink and place his hand on your lower back without it being sexual assault in some people's minds. Now, to the men that abuse, you're pieces of shit, and you deserve to get in fucking trouble. But we all know that some people take advantage of that system. So if any of y'all women listening to this would love to volunteer for that episode, I'd love to have you on. I really, really would. Because I'm not saying... I'm not saying that in every case it's that way. But I am saying that some women have turned sex into a weapon. You have turned your sexuality into a fucking weapon. I don't think it's fair. And I also don't think it's fair to put this in return, right? To roll it around. I have a daughter. I've also watched a whole lot of documentaries. Watched a whole lot of movies by the way that women have been treated by men within sports, within the news media, like as far as talk show hosts go, the way that they have been sexualized in an unfair way. And that's fucking wrong. 
That is fucking horrible. It's despicable. I fucking hate it. Hate every goddamn bit of it. So there is like an there's a middle there. There's a middle there. There's a gray area. And that's what I want to talk about. And I'm literally picking women to do that show that are probably going to hate me before. There's been a girl that has hung out at the studio recently. We ended up sitting up till, well, there's a group of us. We sat up to like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, shit-faced, just drinking, bullshitting. This person hated me before, hated everything that I stood for. By the time we got done drinking and done hanging out that night, we became friends because they realized I just see the world a different way. I actually want real equality. I actually believe when I say that you motherfuckers on the left should be treated the same way. Us motherfuckers, not us because I'm in the middle, but them motherfuckers on the right should be treated. And the middle motherfuckers like me should be treated as well. It's not fucking fair that one party, not saying political party, that one fucking group thinks that they have to be superior. I think that we've hated superior groups for a long fucking time. I'm pretty sure we have. Yeah, not real goddamn sure, but I'm pretty sure that we hate superior groups. I don't think anybody likes white supremacists besides white fucking supremacists. I fucking hate them. I look like them, and I fucking hate them. I don't like none of them motherfuckers. I don't like anybody who thinks they're better than anybody else. Nobody. Uh, but, you know, teach their own. If that's what you like, probably a fucking moron. And you're not listening to this show anyway, so I don't care. What I'm just getting more concerned with and more concerned with, we have people that invested a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of shit into this show. I've invested a lot of hours into this show. And if you're going to start fucking with Rogan, it's going to be a downhill slope to where we're not going to be able to have an opinion that those thought police that I talked about earlier from my crazy dead uncle, RIP David, you're not going to be able to say fucking nothing that goes against the narrative anymore. But I want to know who the fuck makes the narrative in the first place. Who gets to say what's right and who's wrong from now on? It's crazy. You know, I catch a lot of shit because I don't completely just bash Biden all the time. I don't give a fuck about Biden. I said it at the beginning of last year and I have stuck by my fucking guns. I quit watching the news. All these people on social media that want to make a living off of bashing Biden. He is the president of the East United States, whether you fucking like it or not. As the president goes, our country goes. I would not root for him to fucking fail. Because if he fails, we fail. I don't like the motherfucker. I don't have to like him. I do not have to like him. I want him to succeed because that means our country succeeds. I have a lot of conservative friends on social media and all they ever do is talk shit about him. And like there's a couple times I want to take a fucking brick and hit them with it and make them realize if you don't shut the fuck up, 
and he fails, we're all going to be fucking homeless. We're all going to pay $30 a gallon for gas. Shut the fuck up. Just don't root against him. Why can't we just fucking say if we don't like something, just ignore it? I've ignored the president (laughs) for 13 months now. I've ignored it. Don't care. Funny thing about it is nothing has changed in my life by ignoring him. I told y'all many a times I wasn't the biggest Trump guy. I think he was great for this country because he was a businessman. I also think he was bad for this country because he didn't know how to shut the fuck up. You got to have, you got to be a little different to run this fucking country. Or any country in particular. I have not seen a difference besides for gas prices. Gas prices, that's it. Besides that, I haven't, I haven't really paid a fucking attention. I haven't had to. Nothing in my everyday life has changed besides hearing people bitch. And now it seems like the more people bitch about Biden, the more you're starting to find other people bitch about people like Rogan. Why? People don't understand. For every action, there's a reaction. Rogan probably gets more fucking support and gets more views and gets paid more attention to than fucking Biden. He's kind of, you know, if you could put him into a box and you could, you know, hey, who you want to be president for a lot of us? Fuck it. Let's, let's make Joe Rogan be president. We'll all fucking believe in aliens. We'll all know the truth behind that. We'll all have microdosing in all of our food. We'll all eat elk all the goddamn time. We'll get drunk. We'll get high. Everybody will probably love one another. We'll have no problems with each other. (laughs) Great fucking country. You know, you keep attacking Biden. And that other side is going to attack the shit out of the people who are the head of the other side. If that makes fucking sense. You keep taking jabs, they're going to fucking keep going. They're going to keep headhunting. Why? Because y'all don't know to shut the fuck up. I'm everywhere. This is called whiskey. Let's take another fucking swig while we're at it. I'm not trying to be preachy. I'm not trying to tell any of y'all what to do. I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of people not treating people good. Who gives a fuck anymore? You know, he, somebody that I look up to is fixing to get, you know, he ain't give me a goddamn dollar. He ain't give me shit. I'll never be on his show. He'll never hear this. He'll never know Josh Terry's name. Never know my name. I don't know why the fuck I'm talking in third person. Maybe I am drunk. Fuck it, who cares at this point? Why are we making things worse for the people that just want to make a living? I understand people want to stand up. I understand that there's people that want to stand up for the things that they believe in. But realize, for all you motherfuckers that said they got mad 
couple years ago when you had all these people being like, that ain't my president. Or you would get mad when somebody said, that ain't my president, when Trump was president. And now y'all be like, that ain't my president now. You're doing the same fucking shit that people got mad, that you got mad for. You got fucking mad for the same fucking shit. So people hear that. They see it on social media. Of course they're going to retaliate. They're going to fucking attack. And they're going to start trying to take down people that have the biggest voices. That's why, you know, Rogan's getting fucking killed right now. And I think there's a lot of people scared to back him. I'm not. My little old ass, even though, you know, once again, thank all y'all for making this show top 1% show in the world. We very much appreciate that over here. Uh, thank y'all for every fucking download. This month in February, we will have reached 1 million downloads in less than a year's time. I cannot tell y'all how fucking amazing that is from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it's fucking stupid. I'm still blown away by it. Um, that's a huge mark for a show that's an independent studio like we are. Thank y'all. Um, but just telling you, like you, you have to stand up. If I get in trouble for this and people are like, you can't stand up for him. Well, fuck you then. I'll just, I'll figure something else out. I have made it six years standing up for the things I believe in and doing it the right way. And keep doing it. I have no fucking reason not to. And, like I said, I know there's going to be people that say, hey, you only did this because you thought Joe was going to hear it. He ain't going to fucking hear this. I saw where every single one of his friends that have millions and millions and millions of followers on Instagram and everything else has stood up for him. What I'm asking you guys to do is not share this towards him or tag him in this or nothing like that. I'm asking you to stand up for your fucking beliefs, but do it the right way. Understand... That if you do something, realize that something's going to be done back to you. Do shit the right way. Rogan's getting fucking bashed because too many people have took shots at Biden or took shots at people who don't believe in COVID or fucking whatever. That's the only reason anybody gives a shit about him. He's a comic. He's a great fucking comic and a great fucking podcaster, but he's a comic. That is why he's getting all these shots took at him because there's so many fucking people that they need an outlet for that fucking hate. I'm asking y'all not to contribute towards the hate. I'm asking you guys to help fix the fucking problem. I'm asking you guys to live your fucking life. I'm asking you to make yourself happy and ignore the bullshit around you. You're not going to change anybody's opinion. You're not going to make anybody think any differently about anything. If they don't already have the same point of view as you, then it either has to happen organically or it's never going to fucking happen. They're never going to fucking change. Never. Get it through your head. All you're doing is when you post hateful stuff on social media is you're making people retaliate against those with bigger voices. You're making people go report the shit. One of my friends tonight 
She posts stuff with guns in it. And I had to explain to her, her account on TikTok keeps getting deleted. And she hasn't posted a single thing about a gun on there, but she posts about guns on other social media apps. The way trolls work, the way that people that don't like you work, is they understand that on some apps, some guidelines aren't the same. So what do they do? They sit there and they report you on one, know that they don't get a response because that app does a little bit better of a job. Then they go to another app to where you've built a huge following, to where you're making money off of it, that it's becoming your career. And they're reporting you for the stupidest shit. There's a lot of y'all that have got shit took down on TikTok and it says like nudity or bullying or harassment or whatever. And what you don't realize is that there are trolls coming from Instagram and Facebook and YouTube that they know they can't get your content took down from there. So they're going to TikTok to where it's the easiest way to build a big following. And they're getting your shit reported for dumb shit. Your stuff took down. I had to explain that to her. And it's not fair. There's nothing about it that's fair. There's nothing about it that's fair. But also realize if these people are going to keep fighting, you're not going to give in. And a lot of y'all want to keep fighting too. I don't blame you. Just do it the right fucking way. This is my way of standing up for somebody who is, you know, my mentor. This guy fucking helped me just by listening to his show. A lot of y'all is going to be like, God, Josh, just suck him off already. If his dick was on the table right now, it's a good chance. I'm not going to lie. My mental health and everything has been so much better since I started listening to the Joe Rogan experience. Because I realized you can do shit your own way and live your own life. If nothing else in this world. Plus, I realized I like drugs. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm not. But I didn't figure out I like drugs because of the show. Once again, don't do drugs. Tell any of the sponsors listening. I did figure out I like Buffalo Trace, though. If Bug Buffalo Trace or Eagle Rare is listening, he's, his show made me open my fucking mind and realize there are other ways of thinking. It made me realize that you do not have to go along with the narrative. You can be an individual. You can work in an industry that everybody's telling you to do something one way, and you can do something completely different. And that is St. Joe Rogan. That's Dave Chappelle. That's Richard Pryor. That's Kevin Hart. That is so many individuals that have said, fuck the mold, I'm going to do this my way. Y'all want to know why a fucking bald-headed, bearded country boy in middle Georgia has a top 100, well, not top 100, top 1% show in the world. I have been ranked as high as number 73 in the world. I drop that shit all the time, and people are like, why do you do that? It makes you sound conceited, because I'm fucking proud of it. That kind of turned y'all on, didn't it? I hope it turned y'all on. It gave me a chubby. Got me hard. Uh, throbbing. Uh, all those people said, fuck the mold. You got to break it sometimes. I got a cousin. I swear to y'all. He'll never hear this. He'll never hear this. Funniest motherfucker 
I have ever met in my life. If I had the money to hire this bitch right now and me and him work on this show together and then I could add Lee Tucker to the mix, we would have millions and millions of dollars within two years. But he busts his ass and takes care of his family. I love him to death. But he's way funnier than I am. He's way more creative than I am. We just went two different routes in life. And I'm so fucking proud of that guy. But you have to blaze your own trail. This was me blazing my own trail. I just happened to said fuck it and gambled on myself at one point in time. And there are so many people that you have to take that leap of faith. And that's what I want all y'all to do. I want all of y'all to understand this is your one fucking chance. You got one life. You don't get to do it again. You do not get another fucking chance. Make it the fucking most you can. It's not dying I'm sitting here talking about. It's fucking living. You have to do something today. You might be broke for a little while. Hell, you might be broke for a long time. I got buddies in Nashville that are poor as a motherfucker. But damn, I don't ever see them do nothing but smile. I don't ever see them do anything but make themselves fucking happy. If right now you're listening to me, what I'm going to ask you to do is to make yourself fucking happy today. And stop concerning yourself with others. If you are somebody that hates Joe Rogan, you hate what I do, understand you can turn this right now. I want you to be happy. I want you to find what makes you happy in this life to where you do not have to put others down. I hope like hell, I pray, I pray that you're not miserable. I'm not misleading anybody. I'm not telling anybody to burn your fucking shit down. I'm not telling anybody to cancel you. I'm telling everybody to hope that you find happiness too. That's all I want for every fucking body. Get rich, get laid, get paid. That's what I want for everybody. Just fucking happiness. You know how much trouble I'm going to be by the time this comes out in the morning? Probably zero. I hope there's a little bit of trouble because controversy fucking pays. Uh... But anyway, I'm finna leave y'all fuckers, but I just want to say this one more time, one more time. Mr. Rogan, you'll never hear this, but if you do, you help me with a lot of shit. I hate to see all the shit you're catching. I hate it. You don't fucking deserve it. I've listened to almost every one of your shows. You've never said anything out of malice or hate. There's a lot of bullshit that is said on this show that has never been said out of malice or hate. We joke, we play, we make fun of each other. If you heard the conversations between me and Lee Tucker or Cody Wiggins or Neil Mullis or Dustin Herod or Mark or fucking anybody that I consider a brother or friend, we roast each other, we give each other the most shit. We love each other. Our fucking Kylie Kylie Strickland might come harder for anybody's throat than anybody. You have to understand we don't mean it in a hateful way. We're just being our authentic selves, and we mean nothing by it. We don't mean it in a hateful way. We're playing. It means nothing to us. So if I ever say anything 
that offend y'all and you want to cancel me or you want to be ugly towards me, what I would rather you do is an open invite. I would rather you email me at raisingracestudios at gmail.com. R-A-I-S-I-N-G-R-A-C-E studios at gmail.com. I would rather you do that, and I would rather have you on the show to have an educated debate. We can talk, and I would like to show you my side. And I believe that Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn, or any of those guys, Burt Chrysler, I can't say his fucking name right, that goddamn machine. Man, that dude could fucking drink together. God damn, we could fucking have a good time. Um, Tom Segura, all of them. I really believe that if you would sit down and actually talk to these guys instead of trying to fucking end their careers and even end mine, because we've got messages, it's not, I'm not cool enough to fucking be canceled yet. I got canceled from country radio, but that was because, you know, you have some salty bitches uh, and you have some people that just didn't like me, but it's okay. Doing way better now. I would rather, and so would they probably, to have actual fucking discussion with you. I was blessed enough to see Dave Chappelle say the best shit in Nashville a couple months ago when you had the transgender people coming after him with Netflix and everything. He said, I just want to open up a dialogue. I just want to talk. Please, just come sit down and talk to me. Let's figure this shit out. Let me explain my side. And that's what I want to offer to every one of y'all. RaisingGraceStudios at gmail.com. If I ever say anything to offend you, if I ever say anything to rub you the wrong way, please email me and let's have a discussion. I'll have you on the fucking show. Don't try to take my career. Don't try to take what I've spent six plus years building. And I'm going to ask you this. Please. Don't try to take other people's. Leave Joe the fuck alone. Leave them all alone. They don't fucking deserve it. They don't do nothing but entertain and state their opinion. Just remember, everybody's got a fucking opinion. When it becomes a problem is when you think your opinion is more valuable than someone else's. I want to thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. I will catch each and every one of y'all next time.